Looking for your next spot out with family or friends? Whether you're on the east side, downtown, in Fitchburg, or at Hilldale, you're sure to enjoy one of Madison's favorite traditions. Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, Madison's home for craft beer and pub food since 1994. Are you ready for the Thursday Night Drive? This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. With former Badgers Rose Bowl champions Tarek Sala and Derek Engler, here's Jim Rutledge. Presented by Coors Light. Always a good day to drink a Coors Light. Usually a better day as soon as we start the show, guys, unfortunately, the Big Ten Network has fired up the replay of the Badgers versus Minnesota football game. And uh, we'll get to that one. I think we got a whole hour's worth to talk about Badger football in general. We can't cut that to a half hour and talk about Packers for an hour and a half. I know you'd love that. Well, I think here's the thing. Honestly, I talk Packers all the time. I never get a chance to talk Badgers anymore. So I look forward to the chance to talk Badgers because the regular mass is at, at three o'clock. I don't think they're as much of uh, you know Badger heads as, as we are. And so uh, a couple weeks ago, we had Monte Ball on. I really enjoyed talking to him about the backs and uh, what Braylon Allen is doing. But we can start with the Packers because, and again, this is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive. And uh, again, we are presented by Coors Light. Want to give a shout out to Mr. Brews. You guys got here a little late. There is food here at the office, and uh, I will like to tell everyone about it. It is fantastic for Mr. Brews. I had, I guess what they call it is a peanut buster. Signature scratch recipe, spicy peanut butter sauce burger there. Uh, They also have a uh, Kentucky bourbon classic burger. There's some hand-cut fries and deep fried chips and uh, some beer sauce, all made from scratch, and they also have a cranberry walnut salad out there. Dude, they have... A great selection of beer. I mean, oh, absolutely. We love the Coors Light. We though. love the Coors Light for sure. And uh, but it's just a great atmosphere with lots of beer. Yeah, and uh, great food. Yep, and it is uh, Brewery and the Burger Month for the month of December, and uh, you can have uh, a great Steakhouse Classic Burger for the month there. What about Fireball? Uh, and of course, we love Fireball. I'm sure they got Fireball specials going on. And, of course, during Packer games and Bucks games and Badger basketball, $4 Coors uh, Pints and uh, $3 Domestic Tall Boys. A shot of Fireball with the Coors Light Chaser. Classic. I know everybody knows about it. We had a a couple uh, touchdown uh, Fireball shots yesterday in the suite. There you go. Oh, man, we had a blast. And before we get to the suite, I do want to share a little bit of uh, breaking Metro Key of Madison uh, breaking news, Metro Kia Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealership, uh, giving you trusted breaking news here on ESPN Madison. We brought it up earlier in the jump around, but I'll share it again. Uh, give Metro Kia Madison home with a 20-year, 200,000-mile warranty. Johnny Davis, just want to get the basketball shout-out out there. A stud, the Braylon Allen of the Badger basketball team, named Big Ten Player of the Week. Uh, well done. He, uh, he was my Invitational MVP. How about that? I mean, a guy like that. When was the last time we saw a guy like that? Yeah, well, well, what I love is that the sky was falling last year for our Badger basketball team, and all this stuff, and now we just take the, uh, you know, Zamboni out there, clear the ice. 
I know it's a bad analogy for basketball, but are we swept it and we cleaned it and we brought you know a bunch of guys back who wanted to play? Just who wants to play? Well, and these guys come out and do and this. Gonna, it's unbelievable. It's, they're not going to be no. This is Big Ten basketball going to a bunch of guys who don't not used to Still, play Big though, Ten basketball. Houston, Houston, they'll be a five hundred team at the end of the year. Yeah, but Houston, see that's yeah, negative. I, Nancy. I, there's no, they're better than that. They're better than 500 teams. Well, they, you've already came out and said they surprised you, and they won they the did. Maui, and they, they, they got a bunch of young kids Johnny they got, and transfers. Johnny Davis is a, a So they're not going to make the tournament. I don't think they will. If I think they, do, they will. one and done. I think they will. I, I, we got to bet you, like, Case Fine. Coors Light Any and team Fireball. Any Brad Davis you are is so, one of the top three players so on the basketball team. This guy, negative's heck. I'm just giving you yeah. facts. Johnny Davis yeah. is a stunt. He's amazing. I led by pointing out how great Johnny Davis is. The rest of the team is super young and not developed, and then you got Davison, who's... Me. I bet you they may. Yeah, well, that's, think your, about that's your leader think, out there. Think about it. Really? Yeah, of course. They all look he up to him. I likes, mean, he's he like 28. Uh, look, they all. He loves to draw a lot of attention to himself and make sure everyone, all the cameras look up to him all the time. Well, he's, he's the oldest guy on the team. He's definitely the oldest guy on well, the team. And that's what I meant. I mean, he, he brings proven. You know, experience and leadership as far as being a, I don't know, what is he, a sixth year? He took a seventh year? Yeah, 17th year guy. Uh, 17th? Like he's, it's not his fault, but he, one the, the the slide charges. I, it bothers me forever because he's going to get someone hurt jumping underneath. People's well, now feet. it's working against it, and him. pulling and pulling arms again. Two, they're dirty plays. You're gonna you're gonna break someone's arm or roll someone's knee or ankle. That's not basketball. If people get mad at James Harden. This is worse. James Harden's just pump faking and and drawing some fouls. Davison's going to get someone hurt. Wow. So you start this off on Badger hoops with yep. this uh, definitely. I mean, this is not uh, well, positive I get, mental. I think attitude. they're going to make the. So I can hardly wait till we get to the Badgers football team. Yeah, well, <laughs> what I will say—it's a Monday. I mean, we're walk, yeah. we're a little slow today. Yeah, Went yeah. to the Packers game. The Packers, yeah. yeah. The the whole suite and the fireball and the course light. We were we were we had momentum. Now now we got negative Nancy. As you, yep, as you said. I started the show by saying that Johnny Davis is amazing. Then you guys try to throw Davison in there and try to say this team's going to be great. I didn't. I can't. No, it was no, a no, sidebar. No, you said, like, you really? said they're a 500 team. Yeah, they're not going to yeah, make yeah. the tournament. But I started with Johnny Davis is amazing. If they didn't have Johnny Davis, this team's not making the NIT. But they okay, have Johnny Davis. But they're going to make the stud. NCAA. That's, that's what we got. We'll we got to bet something. I, Come I'm, on. I'm willing to bet on that. Uh, I do love John, Johnny Davis to swing it back positive. Is, as I asked before, one. I mean, maybe Decker is the last time we saw a guy like this. But yeah. I don't remember Decker because there was so many players on that team. I don't remember I Decker taking other, over games they, like this. They got regularly. other guys. They got other guys. Butch, so, maybe. Yeah, maybe Butch. I mean, I think Davis is better than Butch. But yeah, that 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 at that point, Butch that is, was one man Butch show. Butch is a nice, you know, he's he'd shoot threes and he could do some things. But that team was again. They not, had other guys. Yeah, um, because the Badgers but, usually have a team loaded with studs. Taylor, uh, and then you have. You have at least other players. Like yeah. Taylor's been much better than they have a few guys out with these guys are still just getting started. We oh, gotta see I, what they have. I love the future of this team going forward. Absolutely. Yeah, and those guys as as they develop, right? they could feed off uh our guy and then see where it goes. Wait and see. Let's see what happens. All right, back, let's get to the Packer. You're at the suite. Tell me about the suite, tell me about the game. Well, it's just my daughters never went to, to a uh, Packer game, so we got to go. Oh, well, they got uh, bougie, huh? Yeah, well, we sat outside oh, for okay. most okay. of the first for half. For a quarter. Well, I'm going to go most <laughs> of the first <laughs> half. Until it got dark. Until <laughs> it got cool. But it was really, I, we got to show them outside. We were yeah. spoiled, for sure. And then we got to go inside, and, and it was it was awesome. It was just, and, and and obviously the Packers played great. 
Uh, Derek, you want to talk about the suite before we get into? Well, no, no. I mean, it's a, it's a, something that uh, a good friend of ours, and he's been a um, hey, geez, sweet holder, I think, since the early eighties. Um, yeah, and uh, or or early nineties. I don't I don't remember, but you know, he we've we've been going up there uh, every season for a long time. Obviously, missed last year, uh, which was disappointing. Um, in fact. Uh, we would have been up there for the Notre Dame game last year, and um, you know, so it was really kind of a reunion of sorts. And my old uh, uh, position coach at, at Wisconsin, Jim Huber, I always get to see him up there because he's a good friend of uh, of the host, and and uh, you know, it was great just kind of bantering with him back and forth and watching offensive line play because I thought I thought the the Packers offensive line fought their ass off. I mean, you look at those guys; that's those are werewolves up front there. And so, I wanted to get into that because I did yesterday. I did today's show earlier today. I wanted to give a lot of credit to the offensive line coach, Wilding Tosh, did like a whole hour on it. But I thought, well, Juan Rogers is just masterful of avoiding pressure and not even allowing pressure. Like as soon as that pocket started to collapse, yeah. He but but, the but ball. wait, hold on one hey, second. One second. At, for, especially the first half. I mean, it was probably one point six, one point seven. He was getting quick throws out there. Yeah. I mean, or even less. But also the play but, calling fuller floor. Like he, yeah, but but, but if, as you noticed. As as you know, we went away from the quick pass a little bit. Yeah. They still had time now. They yeah. had three, yeah. four seconds. Well, that's what I, I wanted to. I give. want you to know, best quarterback in football right now. Best quarterback, okay. Aaron Rodgers, hands down. Okay, I mean, you know, I don't disagree. With which you. is which is amazing. I mean, at that age, to be the best quarterback. I mean, I I'm looking at Lambeau Field. I'm looking at the crowd, and obviously the score and what he's doing, the th- the throws that he's making in the windows that he's making them. I mean. It's like he's worth a hundred million dollars a year. No, he in my opinion, he wasn't perfect. I, he missed uh, Lazard and I think MVS. I mean, so yeah. he wasn't perfect. Well, perfect. Well, yeah, so judging by his face, <laughs> he's just got the. You guys talk about bitter beer face. I was texting with a couple of uh, Alex Stroh from Matt Hamilton. You'd think that Matt, that Aaron Rodgers hates everyone he plays with because they cut to him. They don't do many favors on TV. They cut to him the second a pass is dropped or over whatever every throw. Even if he misses it, it's him going, uh, making an eyebrow on his eyes. They, the TV does him no yeah. favors. They Look, zoom in immediately after listen, every missed throw. We don't necessarily, we don't agree. I, I can speak for Derek. I hear we're, we're not, you know, he's not our cup of tea, right? But what he did, oh, what he amazing. does, yeah. what he, the, the reads that he does, the progressions are unbelievable. His, his feet are going one way, he's throwing the other way. It's remarkable. But I wanted to, because I just think LaFleur. His evolution as a coach over the last two years to me could be the biggest difference in this team. They've added some nice players on defense, but what do you, I mean, the play call, the motivation, but also the play calling. I mean, the offensive line definitely held up, but they were able to keep the Rams off guard, but also initially starting with the short throws, short throws, but then the play actions and using a tight end to help the left tackle because that was the big spot. The rest of it's mostly this, the normal starters, but he was able, I've just seen so much bad well, play calling not account for a weak spot yeah, in the but, line. I mean, and they did a good job of helping it. You know, you got, you got Aaron Donald, you got, you know, Ramsey, you got uh, Vaughn Miller, uh, Floyd, all those guys. Uh, Floyd, uh, but, you know, two tackles that really, I mean, you're two best offensive linemen are out of the game at that position against those werewolves. So I, I thought, you know, granted they were at home, you know, it might have been a different story, obviously, out in L.A., well, but go ahead. I was going to say, someone tweeted this out, and I, I, I saw it, but I feel like I'm biased, but did you guys think at all, because someone pointed out, 
Is it the tweet was is it me or is the Packers left tackle starting early on every single snap? And it did look like he was falling back on every snap. I don't look the Packers are winning regardless. It was just funny because Bakhtiari taught him a, that one. Yeah, I was going to say that's a pretty common Jason uh, Peter. That's, that's a that's an old cagey vet move. I mean, well, he's a young guy, but yeah, I know, good, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. obviously, like Tark yeah. just said, Bakhtiari taught Jason him that one. Peters for the Bears does it all the time too, yeah, and he's forty-one yeah. years old. So. You go across the league yeah, and yeah. find that happening. It was just funny if you guys saw that because it in my head I'm like, God, it looks like he. He's falling like, like there's a little trick there to uh, to get but back a little it, earlier. Ron Miller made a, a fantastic athletic play, and that's when you just realize God. like, whoa, He's these guys these guys yeah. are really fighting out here because this is these these are I mean these are all pros and Hall of Famers out there. Yeah, no, it was it was a great performance by the offense all around. I just you know Tausher was talking about Lafleur, and I I want to the way he calls a game now and the way he schemes things up. Uh, it's 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 really special because now I think year one and maybe even year two Rodgers was maybe carrying the floor a little bit, but now it seems like Lafleur knows how to call everything. I mean, the, the drive they had with just giving the ball to AJ Dillon basically the whole time, the whole way, but that set up the rest of the, it. It, it, it appears t- that this relationship is growing in the right direction. That, Those two have always been close well, I bet it's getting stronger, and the more success they have together uh, opens up. The stronger possibility he'll be back here next year. As Andrew Bryant keeps on pointing out, the former Packer, it wasn't Aaron Rodgers that started this whole thing. It was the Green Bay Packers that did. Right. Aaron Rodgers wanted to be here. The Packers drafted Jordan Love. Right, yeah. that started this whole thing. So it's mutual. I don't know. I mean, you'd think the Packers would want him yeah, back, but they're the clear. ones that started let's, the whole thing by drafting. I think they won the NFC Championship, and and you know, assuming that it might be Tampa Bay and Brady in the NFC Championship, and, and Aaron beats Tom. Goes this, I, I, regardless of win or lose the Super Bowl, I think that's the hurdle that keeps him here. Uh, I, I really do because I, I think, and he said it. He loves his teammates. He, does. he loves his he co- coaching staff. The whole offseason. You know, he too. hates being in Green Bay and he doesn't like the front office. Right. That's not going to change. Yeah. So I don't know. But I'm to curious. be clear, when the Packers drafted Love, he loves being in Lambeau. Let's be clear, just yeah, not, being, not living yeah, in Green this Bay. This wasn't yeah. because Who he does? is afraid of competition, or I thought it was, in my opinion, disrespect. Well, it was because they were one game away from going to the Super Bowl. Now, two years in a row, okay, last time when they picked Love, it was one game away, and they 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 trade away a fourth-round pick, and they lose a spot or whatever, you know, lose a first-round pick, essentially, because you're using it for Love. The player that could help you get over the top wasn't wasn't there, and then we were in the same spot. Is that is that fair to say? Yeah, that's definitely but no, part because of there's a misconception there that, like, oh, he didn't like, he wasn't consulted. And he, and he was having competition. He didn't like it. No, it wasn't that. that. He, wa- think, no, wait, he wanted a player wait, wait. to help win. I don't know who has that misconception. Uh, everybody. Oh, yeah. You, you have, you know, the competition no. was. I well, know, but you laugh. A lot of people right. were contending that. Uh, yeah. Most of the conversation was, at least from Aaron Rodgers, was pretty upfront. You think you want to pick that guy? You want that guy to be your quarterback? Then have him. I'm tired of you guys picking, to your point, I'm tired of you guys picking the future instead of winning now. And if they fall short again, it's a fair point because they could have used the first round draft pick. hundred percent playing this year, even on defense. Yes, well, especially on defense, they yeah. don't need to help on offense. They're fine on offense. You got, that's what you got Aaron Rodgers for. That's what you pay him the money for. Uh, we're gonna give away some tickets. Uh, we're gonna give away some Madison Capital tickets right now. A pair of tickets. Uh, it'll be a voucher. So eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. A pair of Madison Capital tickets right now. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Caller number one. Eight four four. 
770-3776. This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive. We're also brought to you by Ruth's Chris Steakhouse in Middleton. They have the best happy hour in town. The Sizzle, Swizzle, and Swirl Happy Hour. Only $10 entrees and drink specials. Ruth's Chris Happy Hour is seven days a week. Thanks to them for sponsoring Wisconsin On Demand. Our podcast feed. This is Metro Kia's Monday Night Drive. Presented by Coors Light and Fireball. 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Group Health Cooperative knows you're more than a number. Your GHC doctor gets you, understands you, and doesn't just care for you, but about you. And GHC knows you have high expectations. If you have an experience at GHC Clinic that doesn't meet your expectations, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. It's another you and GHC are better together. This is Metro Kia's Monday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light and Fireball on 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. And Jim Rutledge alongside former Badgers, Tark Sala, and Derek Engler. Live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. Talking more uh, Packers, but let's talk about, I mean, where they're at right now, they're, they're the best team in the NFC. That is unquestioned. So I want to kind of make this two-part. Well, after that after that environment, you know, and, and to be there, you know, Tark, and I'm sure I can speak for you, live and how loud it was, uh, it's really important they stay that number one seed. If you have to come through Lambeau, that's going to be difficult. I agree. You look, Bruce Arians said today that he feels home field advantage is very important this year. Absolutely. Now, they won three road games last year and won the Super Bowl. So, the Tampa, Tampa did. Yeah, but I, to to Bruce's point, though, I think this year oh, yeah. it is very important. for When you look across the NFC and yep. more than likely the teams that are going to be there in the end, I think it's it's vital. Here's the deal. we have We have a better run game. We've got a better run defense. Those two things, get, I think, I, I think are against the Tampa Bay's what's going to get us over the top to win this championship. Kenny Clark's having a special season. Um, you know, if get Aaron Jones healthy to have that the tandem between those two, because you know AJ Dylan he ran. I mean, he ran hard now. Yeah. I mean, I, I see, I, and I'm old school former offensive lineman. I'm getting fired up with my. Former Badgers O line coach behind me because we're getting four or five yards of pop and the O line are, you know, getting after it and the the running backs uh, running hard and you know, uh, but that's that's what that's what Aaron needs. That's what that Packers offense needs. Yeah. Aaron Jones come back. I was surprised. MCL yeah. tear. So yeah, uh, it was only like two, two weeks, weeks, right? Number two in the NFL in yards per carry run defense is Tampa. Uh, but the Packers are top ten or no? Well. Eh, tw- top yeah, 12. They, all they, 4. they just 3. need to be in the ballpark. I mean, last year they were a sieve. I mean, they were just giving up yards. See, I want to... In Europe, you're... Fournette def- was just Europe, killing them. That game. You're a def- yeah, you're that a guy, game. You're, got, sure. you, you're one of defense uh, coaches here, and I've been kind of riding this all year. Statistically, this, this team is probably going to end up exactly where they were last year with Mike Pettin as their coordinator. Now, they have Campbell this year is better. This defense is different than last year. I don't know if it's dramatically it's, better. You don't think it's better than last year? 
Not statistics. I mean, not. No, nah, you, you throw the statistics out. They're stouter. From the optics. They're stouter. Last they're more stout. This last year we're having the same conversation. How the year, but the defense was different than the year before. Preston, this conversation Preston Smith every stepped no. up. You got the, Kenny Clark. He's all pro season. You know, right. Campbell. Great season. The linebacker now, Campbell's, Campbell's making a, a difference. huge difference. Yeah, Campbell's exactly. Difference. Well, but, they didn't uh, have they didn't have Martinez last year. They didn't have anybody. And Barnes is playing great. That guy was unbelievable in pass defense. I mean, uh, all right. I mean, gri- I mean, you ma- I mean, imagine if Jair is having all. He's back there, healthy, having an all well, pro season. Yes. And also, I don't, when does he get back? How healthy is he? They, if he gets back. Listen, well, I don't know. They, those they, are the kid Twenty nine is he freaking was unbelievable. Twenty nine. Like where was he last year? That guy's playing his butt off. Yeah. Is he? Is that going to maintain? What yeah. The, what you ha- if you be you get Stokes and you got uh, you have Jim, Jair. You, you can't say it. with just the optics, just watching the game. You you don't think they're a better defense this year? I think I think last year's defense was good. That's my point. They weren't a bad defense. Yeah, Kevin last year. King was a was a big liability out there. He didn't, he wasn't a liability I, until he got hurt I don't in know. the playoffs. Well, fine. Then he hurt his back, fine. and then he was There's a liability. More de- that's fine. But Whatever reason. Last year, you guys were telling me Kevin King was but good. It, it's an upgrade in inside linebackers. Absolutely, inside. the best linebacker they have is Campbell. Okay, so then, that's a big, Barnes big is playing thing. better. Barnes is playing better. He's older. I don't care about Barnes. I care. Campbell's yeah, really see, good. This this is what we're dealing with here. But you're well, you're trying to focus. This thing. You're trying to focus on the. the you're asking, you're asking he's a how they improved. Player. Yeah, but he improved. Campbell is the reason why. Okay, that, I know. Okay, let's let's, I, let's separate. The you want to get one? I'm saying collectively, everybody's gotten I'm pretty be, pretty much better. Okay. Other than so, so in a three four, usually you you look at the core, the heart of the yep. three four, the zero, the inside uh, nose tackle, inside linebackers, safety. Yep. So the back end safety, I think, is where you know. But as far as inside, Kenny's playing better this season. Yep. Up front. Yep. You, we're talking about Campbell yep. inside. Yeah, we lost to Darius, but Preston stepped up his game on the outside. Here's so, where here's where I'm coming from. Is so that Minnesota game they needed to stop. They didn't get it. Arizona, Arizona went. Well, Minnesota's good offense. Arizona. Went, well, yeah. That's on my the point. road. I mean, yeah. come on. That was a tough. That was a tough environment. So we're going to say they still made it a game. They're still you like stats. Look at Cousins' uh, stats and his QBR rating. He's terrible. He walked. He lined up behind the wrong guy. I'm I'm talking about for the season. He's up and down. He was horrible last night. Last week, maybe for the season. I'm honest. Yeah, he played well against the Packers. So the Packers are good defense. So stop him. I don't care what Kirk Cousins does now. If you're a good defense, stop him. Yeah, but every day, you know, every Sunday is a little different. So we're just making excuses. They're Lo- good. They're good defense. Load management. But they were a good defense last year. This is my whole point. <laughs> they were good last year, and they're good this year. They're better this year. Better. They are. They're playing better against the run, and that's gonna. They they couldn't stop a lot of teams last year. They played some. They played some bad teams. The Raiders. At it's home, hard to figure were, what they, they could and couldn't I mean, stop last year. I mean, year. Cousins has three thousand yards, twenty three touchdowns, three picks, a one hundred five three rating this season. And that's that's. I guarantee you, their top, schedule is tougher three. this year. Their schedule is no, tougher this year. No, it isn't because it they is. had to play the Chiefs without. I mean, it is. <sighs> It they, looked they tougher. Played some, they played some. They play, played Seattle on Russell's first game back. Seattle's a disaster right now. That game looked tough. It's yep. not tough anymore. The Rams are good. Yeah, the Rams was a tough game. Minnesota's good. I heard Arizona's pretty good, and we, you know, obviously didn't have Aaron for that game. No, we did. You did. You or we did. Chiefs. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, and they rallied. They competed in that. That was an unbelievable win on the road. And then not, Aaron had to screw it up with whatever COVID deal. They're, but. they're good. As Joe Buck said, uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers was immunized against pain. You guys catch that line? <laughs> I didn't. We no, were at we we a game. game so yeah. yeah, when uh, Aaron Andrews reported that uh, Aaron Rodgers got a shot, uh, they said, oh, so Aaron Rodgers has been immunized against pain. That's pretty good. I'm not afraid of Tampa Bay's run game. Okay. I think I, just, did you see you him for that? Okay, yeah. Three touchdowns. He just killed it. Crushed they did a whole ESPN I know. special. How I know, he's better we, this year than he's ever been. We could hang in there against them. Yes. We, yes. we could do the much Packers better than we best. did last year. 
The Packers are the best team in the NFC. They should go to the Super Bowl. They should have done oh, it. Wait a minute. My Tampa's whole point good. Is, by the way, my whole point was they should have done it last year. This was trying no, to get to. See now they had they were the one seed. Their they defense should. they weren't good enough on defense. We didn't know that until the last game of the year. That's my point. No, you didn't know it. We knew it. No, you didn't. You were yeah. here telling me they were going to the Super Bowl. And they were good. <laughs> no, well, I'm a when homer. You run the tape. I'm That's a homer. my point. They're so not how physical I, enough. How can I take you at, at your word this year? Don't don't every year. Don't take me at my word. Every year you tell me the defense is better. Look at my eyes. My point being. <laughs> My point being, the defense matters in the NFC Championship game. Until then, it's all paper. What happens? Well, we'll find out then. We will. And my point being is, they are, the Packers, I believe, the best team in the NFC. They should well, go to the Super Bowl. It's not going to be a cakewalk, but they should go to the, the Super Bowl. The best defense is going to be sitting on that sideline, and that's where I was going back to the Packers' running game. We get Aaron Jones healthy, the one-two punch. And we're able to, to 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 chip at the chains and set up Salt, that pass game, yes. and get because Aaron's also, if you've noticed this season, you know he he's being very, what's the right word, um, just not selective. Okay, selective on throws, not necessarily going for the big throw, moving the chains, that complementing the running game. Guess what our defense is doing, resting. catching their breath and resting. Right. That's, that's, where, well, that's how think, in the playoffs you yes. win. I, I agree with you. I wouldn't say setting up the pass. I, this Packers team has been best complimentary yeah, football, but they get, in trouble. Be, yeah, yeah. they get in trouble, though, because they keep on having to pass. Now they can salt away games. Exactly. Because what this team does, and it always has helped their defense, is their offense has always been, I still think this year, their best defense. You get up, you force teams to get out of their normal way of playing. What didn't happen against Minnesota? They couldn't get Minnesota out of the way they like to play. What didn't happen against the Rams when they put up 28 points? The Rams were kind of at arm's length, but around the whole game. Arizona, around the whole game. That defense gave up points then. When you are able to get up early and then force a team to play one-dimensional, that's when this Packers defense is really good, and that's when they play complimentary football. My my thing on this Packers defense is it is good enough to win a Super Bowl with. I don't think it's good enough to win a Super Bowl because if Aaron Rodgers goes out and plays in the playoffs like he played against Seattle, which was a bad game for Aaron, I think the Packers lose that game. If you only put up 13, they're not winning. And to me, that's a great defense. You get... Alexander back, you get Bakhtiari back. You've got yourself. You, the front seven is is good yep. enough, not great, okay? But I think they're much better than they were last year. I don't care about the stats. They're they are stouter. They are they, the two middle linebackers are playing better, and the outside guys are playing well. And, and the, well, the and other D linemen are playing better because Kenny Clark's leading the way. So two things: one, I, and this is kind of leading to I got derailed on what I wanted to get here was talking about the other teams, but. We can't. I, I, the injuries, I get it, guys, come back. We can't assume everyone's going to come back. Jair is still, I mean, two weeks ago, uh, LaFleur said that's a long way out. Zadarius was out for the year, and now he's around. But who? Bakhtiari. We don't need Zadarius. Oh, we're getting Bakhtiari back. Fine. Do you don't want any depth? No, but I mean, we can live without him. Okay. Um, Bakhtiari yeah, is coming. Well, well, so I don't understand. Well, when you say Zadarius is around, I don't know. What, is, well, he's, what well, does that mean? He's around the team. He wasn't around the team before. Jair Alexander, at least they're, they've taken a step of being around the team. Is he pra- is he, is he working? I they're mean, not practicing. No, they're just, he's doing some general. I think, hot yoga. I don't think either one of them are, are <laughs> I don't think either one of them are that close to coming back is my point. But that's not what I want to get into. Bakhtiari, okay, he's coming back. Oh, then he has a knee cleanup. Okay, but then Elton Jenkins gets hurt. Injuries, we don't know. We can't just assume everyone's going to be around the next week. Yeah, so, Bakhtiari just rushed a little bit, you know, and then they had to go in and go no, clean, but clean it's it not up. A, it's not but, specific yeah, to him. But everybody then, else faces those challenges. Whitney Merciless, gets, work right. Whitney Merciless gets, you sign him, he has a good game. He gets hurt. Got, more guys are going to get hurt, is my point, unfortunately. 
That's the that's across every club I, I, in the I, national right, football exactly. league. Exactly. Yeah. He speaks out of both sides of his mouth. One minute he's saying they should win. The next minute he's saying they're too banged up. Which one is it? No, I'm you're, s- you're, you're setting you're setting the bar because you want to tell us. You know they should have won, and then you're telling us they're not good enough to win not, because they're going to be banged up. I've never said they're not. I'm saying you're throwing all these names out there, but we have to assume that someone else might go down. So the Packers doesn't with every matter. other team too. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to get to. So you're saying that they're they're not supposed to win the Super Bowl, or are they supposed to win? They the Super are Bowl? supposed to win the Super Bowl, but I I think, but you doubt it. I think it's getting your hopes up as a fan. <laughs> I think it's getting your hopes up as a fan to assume everyone comes Just back and nobody else gets kicking us in the groin. May we have another? I mean, this is what the Bears do. What this is this? They're infiltrating our. our right, this is Metro Kia's Monday Night Drive, 100.5 <laughs> ESPN, ESPN app, Wisconsin. Hey! Please tell us why. Please tell us why. You had to hide away for so long. Carbon World Health is still offering for another day or two here 50% off labs. Go get lab work done. Find out how everything is working. Find out. Uh, your cholesterol, your kidney function, your metabolism, your uh, testosterone, all of that. Find it out. And here's the thing, and I confirmed this with the folks over at and Ashley and, and Nestor over at, Car- at Carbon World Health. These 50% off labs, bare minimum. Yeah, your doctor always asks you for labs, and they're trying to tell you all this. Here's It's Dr. Nestor Rodriguez. You're going to get your lab work done. It's going to cost you less than it would trying to go through insurance, go see a regular doctor, and you're going to know everything about how your body's functioning, way more than a traditional test that a doctor is going to give you. So just for that, forget even if you don't have any uh, thoughts or concerns about hormone replacement or any of that, just get the blood work done and the metabolism test, and, and they can give you insight that you never get from a regular doctor at Carbon World Health. 50% off for the month of November, CarbonWorldHealth.com. This is Metro Kia's Monday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light and Fireball. On uh, ESPN Madison, we're live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison studios. I'm Jim Rutledge with Tarek, Sala, and Derek Angler. And guys, we got derailed again here, but I wanted to talk about contenders for the Packers. The Packers are, the, by all counts, it's not me setting them up. Everyone says either the best in the NFL or best in the NFC, but who who do you have your eye on? Could the Rams turn it back around? I mean, they weren't they weren't no. beaten down that game. They were They were at arm's length, and that game was on the road. Can't, what about the Cardinals? They had the Packers on the ropes at the end of the game, and they were missing Hopkins the whole game. The Cardinals were. Yeah. So can your Bears do something? Fire Nagy? Uh, oh, no, but they have the Cardinals this week, I saw. No, so. yeah, they're not doing anything. Uh, I think Andy Dalton's going to play, so that's going to be even worse. Well, I don't know. Do, do the Cardinals have the Rams again? They do, don't they? They might. Okay. But then you have Tampa. I'm not talking about – I mean, home field is definitely important here, but – uh, and then who else? Is there anyone else? I don't think Dallas, to me, is a real contender to beat the Packers. But I'll tell you yeah. what. Dallas they're, first. They're, they're going the wrong direction right now. That's obvious. Dallas versus, and Mike McCarthy, former Packer coach, is in the uh, COVID protocols. He's out for the game on Thursday. But could Packers versus Cowboys NFC Championship game would be epic. Well, McC- McCarthy versus LaFleur. Dallas really has got to but turn that's around. My, that's yeah. my point is that the Packers are the team really all year, but there's other good teams that are Arizona's right there, and they've been winning games, guys, with Colt McCoy at quarterback because Kyler Murray's missed a few games. That, to me, is a complete football team. I would love to see the Packers versus Arizona again because I think that game would be a tight and fun football game. Yeah, and this is why you know we, we want to get through November and then get into December and then get everybody trying to get healthy, and it's going to be a great run. It's going to be a great run. Absolutely, it, it will be. They, 
it, you know, there's there's really, I mean, looking at Arizona's remaining schedule, yeah, they do have the Rams at home on uh, on Monday night, the 13th. But you know, they're at Chicago, which obviously gets a win at Detroit. Win versus Indy at home, that'd be interesting. Hey, Tampa yeah. had a heck of a win against Indy, but yeah, Indy, yeah that, Indy's, that, a, good Indy's a good football team, team yeah. no question. Um, and then at Dallas, um, so that that would be you know those three games really will tell us who they are. What are the? I mean, uh, that, you, they end with Seattle, but they're just a dumpster fire this year. If you have the uh, schedules up there, why don't you, what do the Packers have coming up? Ah, uh, one second. Here. So, because Tampa's the other team competing for the home field with the Packers, and Tampa. Tampa and Arizona, to me, are legitimately really good football teams and can give the Packers a run for the money. But nobody, I think, is playing better football than the Packers right now. Yeah, the so, Packers really – I mean, this looks <clears> nice. And I'll, I'll look at Tampa. But, I mean, you, you got you got Chicago at home, uh, Sunday night football, you know, after That'll a bye. That'll probably be flexed out, I would imagine. After a bye. You know, you're at Baltimore. That'll be interesting. Uh, see cool. what we do well, and, and see you know running quarterbacks can yeah run exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. where I was going with that, and then and then Cleveland at home. It'll be that'll be a tough one, but it's at home. Minnesota at home, revenge game, and then at Detroit. Now there are three tough opponents in there, three out of five, and you know one, only are, ones on the road. Yeah, and so Cleveland games, and Minnesota yeah. are at home, which they they are, they are very easily winnable games. Yeah. you know at Baltimore, you know that, that that'll be interesting to watch that, but. It's kind of you know, it's right in front of them. It is. You know, Arizona. I I, I think they have a more difficult remaining schedule. Absolutely. Um, and I'll look at Tampa's too. But it, you know, I I think it's so important to, to your comment about Bruce Arians, you know, saying how how vital it is to to get that home field advantage in particular this season um, is spot on. And Tampa plays in a pretty weak division, so they they probably don't have a lot of tough games left there as you. Look that up. This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light and Fireball. Again, shout out to Mr. Bruce for the amazing food that we had today. It is, um, well, I had the burger. I had, uh, it was an amazing burger. It was the Peanut Buster Burger, signature scratch recipe from their spicy peanut butter sauce. Uh, they have the Kentucky Bourbon Classic out there, secret scratch recipe from Bourbon Mayo. They have a cranberry walnut salad uh, that's amazing. And uh, they have weekly trivia. They have, uh, that's Tuesdays at Junction Road location at 7 o'clock and Wednesdays in Monona at 7 o'clock. But they also have a Steakhouse Classic for their Burger of the Month. And if you buy a $25 gift card, you get a $5 gift card for free at Mr. Brews. We had ours from the one in Monona. So With Tampa, Tampa schedule, yeah. Atlanta, at Atlanta, uh, home against Buffalo, home against New Orleans, at Carolina, at New York Jets and uh, so it's the Buffalo with, game, uh, Carolina. Yeah, oof, that might be easier than the, the yeah, Packers. Home, though. What's that? Buffalo's home. Yeah, that could be. That might be the easiest one. I think Tampa might have the easiest schedule left. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the most that's their most challenging game is at Buffalo. No, it's home. It's home against Buffalo. Yeah. Well, see, there you go. Yeah. Then yeah. you cemented our point. Because Tampa, look, they've. They're a good football okay. team. They got better from last year. It's they an got easy schedule. They oh have gosh. Winfield healthy. He didn't play the last the when the Packers played uh, Tampa. We don't know if he'll be ready at that point. Obviously, injuries can change anything. But Fournette is healthier this year than he was last year. Injuries come up every week, and someone's going to get hurt. But remember, the Packer Tampa played without Antonio Brown and without 
um, who, who, Antonio Winfield Jr. I got to ask you guys, you know, because I, I don't know what, what? Um, you know, everybody was all over, you know, all over Buffalo. Now they got to win this past weekend, but, you know, they're still, they're seven, now they're behind New England. I, I, who would you put your, I guess, your trust in the most out of the AFC and that muddled pitcher to come out of it? And then do you give them any possibility of beating the NFC champion? Is it New England? Is no, it, not. I mean, I can't imagine New England. Kansas City, Florida. if they get hot. Kansas City, if they get hot, they have that pedigree. I mean, they, if, if they get hot, they've won four yeah, in a row. I was going to say they are <laughs> hot now. But the offense, that's the scary thing. They're, they added Ingram on defense. They're, they got healthy on defense. So Chiefs were a prop, were bad earlier on defense, but they they had no depth. Their injured players have come back, and now they added Ingram, and they're they're winning. I, it's hard to bet against the Chiefs if, as far as getting to the Super Bowl. Chargers are interesting, but I think probably a little too young. Yeah, I I, I think I don't I don't see any I, other than the Chiefs. I, I that's the only team I I think comes out of the West. And even then, I could see the Chiefs losing to Tennessee and getting their nose bloodied. They could, but then Tennessee so, was doing that. And now they they can't they lost their groove again. Tennessee is one of those teams that I know it's really weak. They string a couple weeks together, then it falls off the rails and they they, get back together. If they had Derrick Henry, it's a whole different conversation Absolutely. we're having right yeah. now, obviously. Yep. Um, but, you know, I mean, that's every team is dealing with injuries and hurt players, but when you have your absolute, like, I mean, yep. the stud of the league, yep. that, that's yeah. a blow. Someone's going to have to get really hot in the AFC, otherwise yeah. it's uphill. Yeah. I mean, I, and, but I, it's. Belichick coming down the stretch. What he's doing in New England's crazy. It, it really. I mean, is. I think I'm gonna. I would go with New England as far as who I would trust as far as trust factor to come out of the AFC, unless, and I could see them in the Chiefs. He doesn't like Mac. He doesn't like Mac Jones. I do like Mac Jones. I just wouldn't count on a rookie to win a Super Bowl. That's a lot to ask. Yeah, but you weren't. You weren't like. I didn't say win it. Win the AFC. You were dismissing him a little bit no. as a game manager. No, I you wasn't. Were, you were. What was yeah. that? I, I wanted him on. Derek, the, you were here. No, you said I, he's a game manager. No, I did not. You. you as a rookie, yes, he, he's game managing right now. He's a I'm just rookie. Trying, he's doing things that he's game managing. Uh, above but that's impressive. No. He's a yeah. rookie and he's game managing his team to wins. No other rookie. Yeah, well, I, know we, I know on our draft show we both love that pick. I did too. Uh, yeah, him to the him to the Patriots. You want to? That's a home run scenario. It's just like the best thing Jordan Love has going for him. If he start next year, he's on a good football team. Mac Jones went to a really good football team and a well put together organization. How often does that happen? Yeah. He's got a lot going for him, a lot in his favor. Yeah, but favorite. a lot of players who are good good players go to good teams and don't That's perform. It's very rare. Give me the list. Uh, this is Metro Kia's Thursday night, right. 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app in Wisconsin, the man. If you missed the show, you can listen back, Wisconsin on the man. This is Metro Kia's Thursday night drive on a Monday, presented by Coors Light. Jim Rutledge, alongside former Badgers Tarks, Thought Derek Engler, live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. Ruth's Chris Steakhouse has the best happy hour in time. Make a reservation for your holiday season. Give them a call at 608-828-7884. They're the best kept secret in Madison, that horseshoe bar. They're also the sponsor of our podcast feed. I'm going to have to make a call to Nestor, by the way, when you were doing the yeah. bit earlier. Because yeah. when you, you never want to um, for Carbon World Health. Yeah, 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 for Carbon World Health. You never want to quarantine and then go into Thanksgiving holiday <laughs> and still have my in-laws here and, you know, end the Thanksgiving holiday weekend in a suite with just a smorgasbord of delicious food. I mean, I'm done with the mac and cheese, by the way. Yeah. I, I loved it because yeah. in, in our suite, buffalo mac and cheese 
with the blue cheese crumbles on top oh. and the baked cheddar over the top. I mean, it was... So you're saying you got to wait a week before your lab? Taking your lab test? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I've already fast, I delayed the physical. Fa yeah, fast for a while to make sure yeah. that... Uh, get in there. Yeah. See if you can schedule it. Take advantage of the 50% off for the month of uh, there we go. November. There we go. And then maybe you can talk Nestor hey, and let you work out there a few times. I'm that cryo chamber. Yeah. You, you burn at least 500 calories. I think you burn more, you know, depending I on heard how that. big you are. You just go in there and burn calories. I'll burn 1,000. And you there reduce you inflammation... <laughs> You get blood flow oh, I'm, going. I'm, yeah, I'm a big fan of it's, the the cryo. And look, they also have uh, like a pulse therapy. So if you do, if you kind of tight get a tight muscle or whatever, it can loosen right up for you right after a workout. Uh, a lot of it's a, it's it's fantastic. A lot, you know, top to bottom, workout to the med spa side of things. But again, take advantage fifty percent off your lab work for the month of November. As Derek kind of alluded to, you're going to pay way less than you have to pay your insurance. You're going to get way more. So even just for that part of it, get your lab work done. Nestor will sit down and talk you through it. He's a doctor. He'll tell you what all of it means, and he'll make some suggestions for you, and then you guys can work with invest your regular physician. Yourself. Yeah, your invest life, in yourself. Yeah, invest in yourself. At Carbon World Health, this is Metro Kia's Monday Night Drive, 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Jordan Taylor. Is he... Uh, Wait, I say Jonathan Taylor. Okay. Jonathan Taylor. I'm like, yeah. man, I'm I was like, I was, I was talking like, about Jordan Taylor. Hamster fell off. Jordan the, the Taylor is, did, is he an assistant coach down the there? Or where, where, so where? I got well because Jordan, we were talking about earlier Badger basketball. Jonathan Taylor. No, but jo Jordan Taylor. Remember, he played for the Badgers. Yep. yep. So I was comparing him yeah. like a long list. Oh yeah. Of, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Cards. That's yes. right. That's right. Old man conversation here. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor MVP. Right now he's he's battling he's battling with Aaron Rodgers probably. Yeah, you know, you know that that deal though, Tark. Uh, it's a quarterback, you know, award really. Um, I don't know. It, let's put it this way: if he just if he breaks off a huge couple two hundred plus yarder games, yeah, he's going to be in the conversation. Was it was Adrian? He's in the was conversation Adrian, now. Well, I, I meant, yeah. I mean, legitimately, an Adrian Peterson winner of a two thousand plus yard season it was it was was all day the last was Adrian Peterson the last running back to win it. I think, I, think so. I think so. Yeah. Well, the quarterbacks well, have been up and down. The box on them. So, because here's Aaron Rodgers has working against him. He won it last year, and he's not as he's not statistically playing as well as he played last year. I don't. I, I think he's a strong case of any for MVP. Josh Allen kind of went off the rails. All these. So, a running back to win. Some of it is also the quarterbacks. Kyler Murray's not playing. Uh, he missed a few games. So Taylor, he almost if he had a he fell 14 yards. The last week, uh, or this last, you know, yesterday, or he would have been the first running back ever to have like seven straight 100 yards from scrimmage games, along with the touchdowns. He had 84 yards on a touchdown. So uh, he's setting NFL records right now. I mean, he's, his average he's, per carry is just, I think, was it 5'8, five, 5'7? Five, yeah. He's in the pass game. Yeah. And you watch him. You watch the way he, he makes guys miss. He's carrying he, Carson Wentz. Uh, yeah. If Carson just plays a little bit, yeah, give him have, a little breathing room. Yeah. You don't have to ask a lot. Taylor. Uh, it is truly remarkable what he's doing. It's fun to see. Look, Badger running backs in the hole. Melvin Gordon's having another year uh, of, of putting up touchdowns and being a good guy. He's going to get paid again. Yeah, he'll he'll make himself some more money. I mean, he'll still probably. I'm so happy for him. Yeah. I mean, you know, because as a running back, you just don't get to that point. You don't have the longevity. You just And for him to go and take a lesser deal, a two year deal in Denver. Yep. Shoot, and man. knock on wood, he yeah, he's still up to get paid again and he's still I think twenty eight and he doesn't have any major injuries. So knock on wood. Yeah. And so he is set up and he has the the right to choose a team to go to and you he can find himself a good football team and get paid and, and win some more football games. And look, James White uh, should have been the MVP. So 
Uh, he's out this year with the injury. He should have been the MVP of the Super Bowl a couple years ago. It, so between James, Melvin, and Taylor, it's a, is it's Taylor, a, heck of a group. Is this right? I'm look, I just looked this up. Is, he's the second leading receiver as far as receptions on the team. That wouldn't surprise me. I don't have the stats uh, Pitt, in front of me. But well, Pittman Jr. at 61. I know Taylor gets a lot of JT receptions. At, yeah, at 36. And yep. Pascal at 34. And then you have you know Hines and Doyle. Oh, he's like Marshall. Reminds me of Marshall Falk a little bit. You know, if, if recruits are looking at this, so you look at our linebackers who are in the league, you know, look at our offensive linemen, you know, the running backs. I mean, we've got some great players. And other positions, I mean, Quintez Cephas was fighting to be probably the number one receiver right now. Bar- <laughs> Detroit doesn't have a lot of players. But, mm-hmm. I mean, guys who do well in Wisconsin go on and play well in the NFL. So, come on. <laughs> let's let's go. It has to be fun, though. I mean, the, the knock on the Badgers forever was, you know, they don't. The running backs can't do it in the NFL. Alabama had a little bit of that for a little while. Right, and, and, and was, now I think that was a little fair. The guys showed up. You just get the right guys. And there's a case. Look, there's definitely the old line. You know, Monte will tell you. The old line does a lot for these guys. But also, I think as the league is, the Badgers, when Taylor played, they gave them the ball a lot, but there was a couple other guys worked in there. And I think college football has gotten better where these guys aren't getting worn out. Melvin and James shared cares with Monte. Uh, the days of you know running a guy under the ground, even Braylon Allen, is, yeah. I don't think he topped 25. Prior, so. prior to 10 years ago, the yeah. Badgers running back in the National Football League had a bad rap, no no yeah. question. Um, other than, I mean, Terrell Fletcher, who we played with, he had he had a nice career he did. at, he at did. the Chargers. But yeah. it's, it's he wasn't doing anything like what we're right. reviewing. With, with either MG3 or JT, right. you know, it's... Let alone James White. Like, what, Michael, let alone James White, Michael yeah. Bennett did a little bit. I think Melvin surpassed that. Bennett had a couple good years in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and obviously the the biggest, you know, being the Heisman Trophy winner, you know, you would say, I don't know if you'd call it a bust, but it definitely was not the career that Ron Dane wanted to have, um, nor was expected to have in in the NFL. I think looking back on that one, I mean, there could be other factors. He he carried a load here. I mean, he he had NFL type seasons as far. Yeah, as we got everything out of him. Uh, at that's University a good point. More. Fair enough. I don't know how much tread was left on those tires. Fair enough. Fair enough. When he Fair arrived. enough. Uh, oh, there was because you know I I did play with him yeah. his rookie uh, year with the Giants and he had about 700 yards or so mid midway through the season. Yeah. But then Tiki just you yeah, know lit it, on fire. And he and, the, you know we just with kept the Texans, him in the rock. He had, he had a Thanksgiving game day or game that was games, really yeah. good. Yeah. He, you know he, he's got to wear you down. You got to you got to have that thunder and lightning. He's the thunder uh, and. Not always. Uh, I mean, teams I, have the patience. Obviously, Monte did not have the right. career uh, right. that he wanted. But to see what Jonathan Taylor's doing, to see what Melvin Gordon's been doing, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, 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 that's those are premier players and at that position. Well, well, we'll talk about the Badgers. Braylon Allen's got something fun coming. Yeah. Real quick, uh, have you ever had a player line up at the wrong, not under you as center, as Kirk Cousins did yesterday with the Vikings, where they had to spend a timeout because he walked in? Danny Cannell. There you go. Yeah, and my guard hit him quick. Yeah, yeah. Danny wasn't the brightest bull <laughs> in the book at all. He, he thought he was. I don't yeah. know how smart Kirk Cousins is either. So yeah. the, the difference between Kirk and, and Danny. I mean, Danny wanted to you know not go silent snap count when the Rams were in St. Louis and I, what Edward Jones Dome or whatever that, that was, and they were the fastest show on turf, and that was by far the loudest, probably even more so than the Metrodome. Uh, venue in the league at that time, and he wouldn't. He refused to go silent snap count <laughs> until I then dribbled the ball into the fullback's lap for TFL and have John Madden circle me saying, "What? Well, I have no idea what Engler's doing here." <laughs> I'm like, all right, Danny, silent snap count going forward. 
Uh, this is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive on a Monday, presented by Metro Kia Madison, home of the 20-year, 200,000-mile warranty and a 1995 oil change. 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin the man. Head coach Paul Christ here. Touchdown, Wisconsin! You're listening to 100.5 ESPN, WTLX, Monona Madison. Are you ready for the Thursday Night Drive? This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. With former Badgers Rose Bowl champions Tarek Sala and Derek Engler, here's Jim Rutledge. Welcome back to Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, presented by Coors Light and Fireball on 100.5 ESPN, ESPN App, and Wisconsin On Demand. Jim Rutledge with you live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. Don't miss out. Metro Kia's home of the 20-year, 200,000-mile warranty and their 1995 oil change. Metro Kia Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealership. Going to switch gears here. Jim Rutledge with Tark Solidaric Angler live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios to the Badger side of things. And something rare happened over the weekend. The Packers lost to the Gophers. And we'll start with that game. Ooh, the Badgers? The Badgers. Yep. Now, Colin Wilder, his injury, his being kicked out of the game, definitely put the defense in a... That, was, that, th- was that rule is changing. Hopefully, yes. It, it, it has to. I, 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 agree. I hope how, it does. How can you play defense? Yeah, because I mean, did everything the right way. You lower did, yeah. your, sh- I mean, your yeah. shoulder. You, he's not targeting. It just is. I think the refs were geared up because it's a the rivalry refs were, game. Uh, and they bo- were they were just they that was that was terrible. But really, both sides. Yeah. So I, I look that I, I'm with you on that. College football refereeing has really taken yeah. a turn. It's a lot to ask. Get, I mean, where are these guys coming from? You, you know, you're not getting. This isn't a profession. This is a side hustle and. Unfortunate that that's going to be the case. Sometimes it's hard to fill an NFL uh, Sunday with with great refs, let alone uh, the college football Saturdays. But Badgers game as a whole, the offense didn't get it done. The defense could have done a little bit more, but the offense just was needed. And by offense, I mean the passing game. Braylon Allen carried the team all year. He's got bad ankles. You could see yeah. it kind of wore down. And a every time bit. they tackle, the, the, the first ankles. play, first handoff to him, you know, yep, that he wasn't himself. Yeah, and they don't have anyone else really. And yeah, you know, I would have. I'd like to see. Uh, is it Julian Davis or Davis, whatever the kid from Nami Falls? I, 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 I agree. He's not. He, I'd like to see them take he a little fumble. Uh, he kind of. just I agree with you, but I think it's just. I think it's unfortunately. I, I would like to see him more. I think too. he's a little immature yet. I think he's developing, and he's just not ready for the big show. He had some ne- good runs year, when he got year, to play. Next year, he'd be there, but you, they, they're light. They're just light in that deal. They probably lost confidence because zero wasn't you know a hundred percent, and and I, no one else stepped up. I mean, I, Kendall Pryor in that mm. that one instance when that ball was a basically a jump ball, he mm-hmm. didn't he didn't compete for it. I mean, it was like he that was a microcosm of the whole game. They were out they out toughed us. They were playing yeah, better I, effort. I, yeah, I mean, you just we did not do what you know what put off. Uh, what was it? Seven wins in a row, or whatever it was, or yeah, I think it was seven. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was running the football and controlling the clock and owning the line of scrimmage. You know, two and a half yards. I think a carry that's not going to cut it. I think we. I don't even think we got 
what did we get, 70 yards, something like that? 62 yards, 2.8 yards per carry as a team. Yeah, uh, we were right there in the second half. You gotta will your way. Yeah, you no, know, I all agree. these seniors. Well, you also, I don't know, there's like you also need. I, and I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call out play calling on on third down in part in, in for the entire season. Really, we were not good on third down uh, this year at all. I mean, in this game, it was terrible. I don't know, four for fifteen or three. The, the for, why, why did Mertz just go in the tank four for seventeen? He went in the tank because he's. I don't know. Look, he had a cup. He was start. It, it's, I'm not asking for a lot. It's they like had a, the training wheels on. And he pass. was just about ready for the. You know, we thought maybe this game takes the training wheels off and he could finally be a fully developed quarterback, and then it all went off the rails. Well, because yeah, he was getting slowly okay, better game so, by game. Uh, again, I mean, you got it. I mean, if if you're the head coach and offensive coordinator, right? You yeah. you got to understand your quarterback and okay, he's a little shaky here. Or there, I don't want to put him in that position in third down. You got to You got to create. That's your job. That's your role. And I just feel like we did. We were not creative at all. Um, and I, I and granted, I understand that it's also you need the player to to actually execute and not short drop balls that are only fifteen yards out. That, I mean, that's the thing. Like we're not asking a lot. Yeah. Yeah, but the play calling does seem elementary. It, I mean, it just seems straight out of the casual fan of the Wisconsin Badger football team. Numerous, and I'm sure I'm not alone on this. Has come up to me and said, "Wow, is it just me?" Or is this really generic play calling? I mean, the casual. I mean, something's got to be to that. So what is that? Is it that they can't execute? We can't get out of the huddle. We can't I think get it's lined a combination up. Combination stuff. Yeah, I think it's a you combination. You still got to find some way. And I know they did it with Bray. So I mean, his Paul's modification to the team not being able to execute was just hand the ball to Braylon Allen. But you had to have something in your back pocket because. And I said this earlier, and I love Braylon. He's great. We were asking so much. Of a 17-year-old, I mean, the whole season was riding on his healthy body, and it's he's young, yes, but 17 taking a hit from people who might be 24. At some point, uh, I was worried he could a little lighter workload would help, but there's nobody there to lighten it for him. But the whole season was strung together on a thin thread. The defense played good enough to win. But again, so why don't you devise a game plan that you know yes. that your stud running back, who's only 17, is hurt, banged up, and you're going against the number four defense in the country? Statistics wise, yards per game, especially yeah. in the run, I I don't know. I, I just don't understand. And to your point, Tark, I mean, it, can we have a couple fresh guys show what they can do? I mean, we're yeah. pretty good at recruiting running backs here, and yeah, they, 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 they kind of come right out. Now. They kind of come out of the woodwork here and there, and and all of a sudden, next guy up, you know. And and I I just did, I didn't understand that because from the first play. It, it, if if he wasn't hurt, you'd be like, God, he, Zero is pussyfooting up to the line of scrimmage and, you know, just not really running the way he, yeah, you know, but, that he was. But look, we, we come in there, right? We're not running as well. Things aren't going right. We get a turnover on for a touchdown yeah. on defense. How yeah. many times do you get that? Right. And then we're in the game, and then our guys aren't competing. They're not they're not straining. It would, you know, okay, Zero's hurt. Who else is stepping up? They have twelve seniors or twenty. I mean, how many guys rolled out in that for, in that senior day with their parents and everything? You're playing against the Gophers. You got to find a way. Will your way? Go make a play. Go compete for the jump ball. Get, you do something. We we just we packed it in. I, it, and it's it's really you know because Tarek and I are from and and there are many other Badger alum that did not lose games. Like this, obviously, you know the axe in particular when Minnesota's 
pretty good football team, and there's something to play for going to Indy, having having a rematch against Michigan. How fun would have that been? I just we didn't we weren't accustomed to losing those games, you know. And, Dude, and they sat around waiting for Braylon to go save the day. Yep. And when Braylon didn't have any more gas left, his ankles banged up. Nobody, everybody's sitting around looking when, at each other. And when you're saying his ankle banged up, it's not like he was. Oh, I can't do it. It was he like ran out of gas. If your ankles were so bad, he couldn't give you the push that you need for to be a, a, an effective back, especially against a good defense. Well, and you know he, he's not. I mean, he's 17, so he's 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 gonna he's got that warrior mentality. Put me in, I, I'm good. You yeah. know that. I mean, 17. You know that's you yeah. got to. Yeah, the coaching staff, you got to know how to manage that. I feel better. like the I feel like the receivers are like they're just in the position of saying, oh, well, we don't throw the ball a lot. So then I'm just gonna. We're not really that good, and he kind of showed like they didn't. They weren't competing. The quarterback, he he pooped down his leg. He wouldn't been gonna do. I mean, I, I was really really disappointed in um, Danny Davis and 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 Pryor this year. And they're um, the starters. They're gone. What are they I know, doing? I know. I was, and part of that is too to Tarek's point. You know, they're not getting the ball. Do they? Do they kind of throw the towel in? Do they go in the tank? You know, but you got you got to compete. You know, because you know, Murph started towards the end of the season, started g- giving them some opportunities, in particular prior. D- Danny, you not, might not even Look, know he's on the field. There's one a game, reason why they're at Wisconsin. Game, there's a lot of inconsistency. Look, they're not at Ohio State for a reason. They're not going to be in the NFL for a reason. So go yeah. play, make the best of life. Here. Exactly. Go go stock block. But and be ready thing. for the ball when it comes. Uh, Otherwise, and I get what you're sit saying. Sit on the bench like, at Ohio State. Look, Darius Fountain played at Northern Illinois, and he's playing for the Chiefs. Like, go out and put good film out there. You don't have to have massive numbers. You can go out there, play good football, have a good combine, and end up in the NFL. So I don't understand. Um, the receiving so, room needs a facelift. They need to get a, some dose of reality. Someone needs to go step up and be a leader in that in that room. Now, just just kind of thinking about, and we had this conversation, Tark. I don't know if you were with, uh, part of it, but you know, with our former uh, offensive line coach Jim Huber. But you know, the transfer portal. You know, do, and looking back at the whole situation with Jack Cohn and Mertz, I mean, literally, you're looking at the two guys here. You got the younger guy that you know apparently has more potential, four star guy. The other guy's older, you know. He'll he'll manage games for you. He he can win some football games for you. He's tough, so on and so forth. You know, in retrospect, hindsight's twenty twenty. When we're looking at the season Jack had versus Mertz, it's an obvious you know decision. If we were to know that, that, would you make the same decision if you're Paul Christ? I mean, literally. And I'm I'm if I'm saying this bluntly because it is like free agency. So you got to go with one. You got to pick one. Yeah. If I'm Paul Christ, or else my dad's calling. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) And I, I would say Junior doesn't like the way you're treating him, so he's going to leave. I would. So part of it is <laughs> with uh, coaches have hubris, and Paul I think also saw. Well, Graham's got all this raw talent, and I was a look at the last time I had all this raw talent was Russ Wilson. I got Scott. I got Scott Tolzien to turn into something, and I got Tom Savage to be a, in the NFL. So I do think coaches have hubris. Why else is he calling plays again after you know this whole year? I think Paul thought I can turn, I can get Graham Merch to be the first homegrown great is there, Badger quarterback. Okay, so the next question would be, maybe you could comment on this, Tark. Is can head coaches with the transfer portal are they able to still create 
a, a competitive situation like what we had with Mertz and Cone and not completely ignore one guy because, okay, you, you're done. You're going to hit the transfer portal. You know kind of – guys know when – you know you know in the meeting rooms kind of who, who they're going to go with. Badgers uh, just but, lost another guy. Yeah, but include them, right? Include them and say, hey, you guys, I'm going to give the best – I don't – this is not – this is not done. Whoever, whoever, the best man's going to get the job, gotta, and we're going to need gotta, both of you. You got to right? over communicate. Yeah, and totally. you got to be in their wheelhouse yeah. every day. And if you let one guy drift, the guy's gone. But how bad do you want that guy there? Exactly. But you have to confront each guy and let them know where they stand. Give them feedback and make him feel like he wants to be part of the team. This is Metro Kia's uh, Thursday night drive on a Monday. Uh, the talk about burger. What's that? Who did you say we lost? You Jonah said we Berg. lost. Jo- no, Isaiah Green. Uh, oh the, yeah, the that's okay. He's linebacker. left as well. Listen, that, you've been here like okay. seven yeah. years. I'm just saying you've been here guy. seven years. Yeah. Okay. Anybody who's been here like well, three not, to five let's years. Not dump on a college kid. No, I'm, like, I just don't. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. What, I, didn't, I didn't say anything I just, bad. No, we just I said it's okay. You were getting ready to. Tark was. I'm just telling you, like seven years. You guys can fill in after you you see my voice. You hear my voice. Yeah. But if you're here this long and you choose to move on, then that's, that's your choice. Fine. And and knowing and he was a fifth year. Senior. Knowing specifically about um, you know this student athlete Jim, yeah. um, you know he had been given a lot of opportunities yep. and just wasn't producing. Yep. And he like he said great things about this. Yeah. Yeah. And great older guys, yeah. yeah, and that's Got fine. A degree. Get a degree exactly. Yeah. Older yeah. guys who are moving on, I get it. Yeah. The younger guys who maybe take some feedback, they they don't like the feedback or they. They feel like they don't get the ball enough or don't play enough. Don't I mean you can't leave after that. You've got to develop. I wonder, and I with you, and I don't know the it's overall numbers, not, but I, yeah. I wonder what the if the culture and all this has become less of a thing as campus life and team life can settle. But last year was so, so hard and so difficult on anyone. I wonder if now they've had a normal year and another normal year. Some of these guys establish roots here. Chase Wolf isn't going anywhere. Maybe as a grad transfer, he will, but. I'm going to say that he's going to go to tran- the, the portal. But these guys, kind of like when you were here, it hasn't been a normal college but, experience for them. Right. Yeah. That's a, oh, that's that's a good, fair point. The, fair the point. Stress. I mean, from a, especially, you know, from a social, you know, where you create those bonds off the field, yeah. too, as well. Um, that's a very, Listen, very good point. Every, every player, most players, all right, get a little thought in their, their head of, of leaving at some point. Aren't in their they career. said he did, yep. And, and it, you know, we, we talked about, you know, you're at the, we were at the seminary or. You know, we, in, when I was playing Carolina, we were getting paid there. Like literally, there were guys who were like, "Hey, man, I'm gonna get on I-77 and get out of here. I, I, I don't care how much money they're paying me. I don't want to be here." You know what I mean? And one guy, one guy told me, "I mean, you were in Spartanburg." In yeah, it was Spartanburg, August. South Carolina, hotter than heck. And one guy goes, "Hey, listen, this is my last year. I'm playing three years. I'm gonna pay my house off. I'm gonna coach football out in Arizona, and I'm done." I mean, think about that. Like you're gonna give up all this, and the guy probably could play eight years. No, he didn't want to. He didn't want to go through that. So. Everybody gets those 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 thoughts in their head. I just think as young people, it's it's really easy to back out and 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 go and the again, easy, I, I, go the easy route. And and it, it, to Tarek's point earlier, it starts with communication from yep. your staff, right? Your position coaches, the head coach, and and really from a athletic department as a whole, yep. you know, which is on Chris McIntosh's shoulders now. But to 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 really value, just like Coach Alvarez did. Value the quality of life living in Madison, going to a world class university, obviously great social life. You know, embrace that. And to your point, you know, going through a pandemic, it, you know, that halted a lot of that. So, you know, 
you're 19, 20, 21 year olds now are like, man, this ain't that much fun, you know, um, and they're not hanging out with their boys as much because of what we went through the pandemic. So it's a very, very good point. And then the transfer portal, of course, enters, you know, so the grass looks greener on the other yeah, side in this situation. Joe's car wash in like East Lansing offers you like a is that certificate, what, like is a that coupon. What, is that what Burger got? Yeah. You got free car washes <laughs> for two years as long as he shows up. Group Health Cooperative. I, I, I don't see him surviving there. I got to be. I, Tuck, Tuck is a very hard, disciplined coach. Um, not to say that Berger is not a disciplined player, but we do know here there were some issues. Well, and they they got some horses there. They got a yeah. stable. But yeah. I mean, but and we, I got to go break here. To your point, maybe those assistants and maybe that head coach is better geared to handle. The well, modern Saeed, player. Saeed was there. Yeah. Is there now as yeah. the coordinator? He has a relationship. Maybe he can mentor him. I don't know. The, maybe the mindset of the Badger program as well. Group Health Cooperative knows you are more than a number. Your GHC doctor gets you and understands you and doesn't just care for you, but about you. And GHC knows you have high expectations. If you have an experience at a GHC clinic that doesn't meet your expectations, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. It's another GHC, and you are better together. This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive on a Monday, 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin, the man. We have more Metro Kia of Madison breaking news brought to you by Metro Kia of Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealership. This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive on a Monday presented by Coors Light and Fireball on 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app and Wisconsin on the man. Brian Kelly leaving Notre Dame going to LSU. Are you serious? Yep. That's breaking news. That is. That's- Notre Dame coach Brian Kelly leaving Notre Dame to go to LSU. Wow, I want. I'm glad you guys didn't see it. I want to get your initial reaction wow. to it. I mean, that's crazy. What's, what's the what's the uh, price tag on that? Does, do you, oh. do you well, got here's, it? Here is a quote from Brian Kelly earlier. Brian Kelly asked if he'd ever leave I'm Notre sure Dame. He, got, he had a pretty nice salary at Notre uh, Dame. Aside obviously. from the retirement, but Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly replied, "No. I mean, look. I think Mike Tomlin had the best line, right? Unless the fairy godmother comes with that 250 million dollar check." My wife wouldn't want to take, uh, would at least want to take a look first. I have to run it by her. But he was saying he'd never leave Notre Dame. This was recently. So, wow. There must be a big check because he did <laughs> $250 million wow. check. He said his wife might want to take a look. This is Luke Fickle's opportunity to go to Notre Dame. Ooh. That could be good for Notre Dame. I, that would be, he would He would bring and a whole. There was a, there was a couple other. Um, yeah, so coaches. I want to get to Lincoln Riley. Yeah, Lincoln Riley. Left yeah. Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, to go to USC. First of all, well, Derek, you'll get, you guys will both appreciate this. There's a lot of, including the Treasury or the the Secretary of Treasury from Oklahoma pointing out that poor Lincoln Riley's got to pay more taxes to live in California <laughs> as, than he does in Oklahoma. It's like, dude, you live in Oklahoma. <laughs> Lincoln Riley's coaching at USC now and lives on the beach. But I, I want to, I want to, I want to share both of you. There's, the, there's a cost of living, and then there's lifestyle. Right. <laughs> and when you're making Amen. this much money, there's uh, less to worry about here. But this is the contract um, details. Not confirmed, but this is what we know that's out there. $110 million contract. USC is buying both his homes in Norman, Oklahoma, for $500,000 over the asking price. So a million-dollar bonus there. And Why does he have two homes? I don't know. That is bizarre. In Norman, yeah, one maybe close to town and one in the country. How far? I don't know where Norman. I can't imagine Norman. It's all the country, right? It's down there. 
It's <laughs> a good question. I don't know where in Norman you need the vacation home to. But. It's like uh, one, one in the metro area, one out in the... <laughs> and then they are buying a $6 million home in L.A. for him. Wow. Whoa. And they, he gets unlimited use of the private jet 24-7 for his family. That's amazing. Wow. So I think he'll be okay without the... Uh, talk about having a good agent. Because I'm sure his agent said, well, there's a little taxes over here in California. And yeah. USC said, all right, <laughs> we'll give you a $6 million house. I, I got to find out what uh, Kelly got. Is Bob Stoops going to go back to Oklahoma? So there was a funny tweet that Barry Alvarez is now jealous of Bob Stoops because Bob Stoops says he's hitting the recruiting trail and he's coaching the team in the bowl game. He is. Oh. He's pulling a Barry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good for him. That's, and, you know, they're friends, too. So I'm sure he got conversation. the conversation. I'm sure he got the you know, I wonder if Bob Stoops going to Notre Dame would be interesting, too. I mean, if he, you think he, I, I, if you know, I don't know if he's if he's if he need a younger coach, but I mean, I always liked him. It does keep out there that so Oklahoma and Notre Dame jobs are open, and Florida was already filled, I believe. So Florida, yeah, who took Florida? Um, it was a Louisiana's head football Lu- coach, uh, La Tech or or Lafayette. I think it was Lafayette, but yeah, not, uh, a, not a big name. Well, apparently, uh, it's uh, Billy Napier from. Napier, yeah. And I think he's got a really good track record as they um, he's losing raging Cajun, so that's a lot of tech. But he's got a good track record as far as an assistant. He's been pursued for a while. Uh, he was waiting it out for a good. He didn't want to jump from La Tech to maybe a middle of the road school. He wanted to he wanted to coach a big one. But here's the thing: he um, He's got a good track record of being an assistant as well, but he was uh, he was just kind of waiting out. So he's just kind of one yeah. of those mid-major guys that they was waiting for that sure. reason to jump up. So interesting name there. But with the Oklahoma job and the Notre Dame job open, that's crazy uh, as far as Boy, what could be happening. Fickle. In that's, that's interesting. You know, because you know he, he he pounds Ohio. Yeah, you know, from a Notre recruiting Dame. trail. You know, for Notre Dame. Yeah. Stoops, maybe he goes back to Oklahoma. He's 61. It's not too old to coach. No. So, and then you have Cliss Kingsbury, which I think that's being shot down pretty quickly already as a misleading report. Wait, where's he at? Oklahoma. He's the head coach at Arizona right now, the, the Cardinals. But uh, there was reports out there that Oklahoma was going to go hard after him to try to bring him back to college. I just don't see why. What, what, so, about, what about Stoops' brother at Kentucky going to Oklahoma? I'm not sure what he's doing at Oklahoma, at, at Kentucky off the top of my head, but they're probably paying him pretty well there. Maybe. Brian Kelly was only getting 2.6, pretty modest salary at Notre Dame. I'm sure LSU came in with the, oh, yeah, that's, a, that's a seven eight yeah, nine, no question, no question. Wow, wow, that's NFL pay you get at LSU. So yeah, that's some breaking news there. I thought you guys were really going to kick out of the the Lincoln Riley contract as well. Amazing. Compensation. What I'm reading anyway in this report is around seven million. Okay. Football scoop report. So take that for what it's worth. Um, but did you, we usually pretty? Close did we talk about Mel Tucker's? Contract? Oh yeah, Mel Tucker. How about ninety five million? Do you think he tried to run and sign that at halftime of the Ohio State game? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> quick, max that how, in. How yeah, did, but that they, they weren't supposed to win. They were they lucky got, to be five hundred. I know. I know. And it was just. A, I mean, it was a heck oh, of a season by Mel. Unbelievable. But like season. literally, the news comes out. He has this massive deal in front of him, and then it's he's just getting slacked. I mean, by he, he beat State. Michigan. Yeah. I mean, that's that's enough said there. 
You know, oh, yeah. That's in what, in state rival. I what mean, he did, he's turned he's turned Michigan State, Penn State, right? Yeah, this past I mean, weekend. Oh, they're going to be a good bowl game, and he's turned so on the how, culture there. Speaking of that, Jimmy, what? How does this all line up? Obviously, you know, Michigan they win, they're going to be in the in the playoff. I'm I'm assuming, and yep. then and then Iowa goes to the Rose. Uh, no, Ohio State goes. Or to Ohio, Rose. Oh, I'm sorry, Ohio, Ohio State, State yeah. goes to the Rose, and then Iowa goes to Citrus. Yeah, or Michigan State goes to Citrus. No, they see, I think and that's Iowa just kind of whoever they want to bring. Now, yeah, now it gets picky because once you get out of it's the major agency, bowls, right? it's just kind of there is some slotting, but there is options to pick. So we we looks like we might be going to Vegas. Mayo Bowl is one I've seen as well. Oh no, where's that Mayo? Shreveport? No, it's in, in that in um, Tennessee. I thought it was more or, east or it's Carolina. Maybe no, it's Carolina. Okay, yeah, you're it right. It is. Yeah. It's Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, that's where we broke the Mayo Trophy. Yeah. It's right where the did. Sports Illustrated has oh, still okay. bumbling, stumbling with yeah. trophies, just Badger. like the football. It had Badgers versus Clemson, which would not be a good matchup either uh, in the Duke Mayo Bowl. Now Clemson might just be mad that they have to play in that game coming off national championships, but um, yeah. yeah, let's talk for a second. I want to get back. To, we'll get the back to Badgers as we roll here. Super, uh, super big day for really annoying coaches on Saturday in the Big Ten with PJ Fleck yeah. winning and Jim Harbaugh. I do. Dan Deardorff said this now. He's a Michigan alum, but I, I do think it's good for college football and especially good for the Big Ten when Michigan is up there competing and, and even just beating Ohio State because, look, Michigan's one of those blue blood programs and it draws more eyes, it draws more attention. And if, yeah, if, if Harbaugh goes and wins, just like Notre Dame, it's just one of those programs there. But of, of course. what I mean, this Michigan team, now that they don't have to play the Badgers here coming up, so the Badgers, we can kind of talk about them without having to talk about them. You, they play you, football how the Badgers, like really great defense. They have maybe the f- number one overall draft pick or top two or three and in, in Hutchinson, the D-lineman. But that running back, I mean, he might be a Heisman Trophy candidate as well. He's not going to win, but five touchdowns against that Ohio State defense, he's been a stud all year. Yeah, well, they had a couple guys there that came in also to sub out. Those backup running back was really fast. The backup quarterback, I mean – he he's pretty good. I mean, they they have a lot of talent. Hutch- Hassan Haskins is who I'm talking about. Hutchinson and Tark. I mean, you correct me if I'm wrong because you played this position, but he reminds me of a more athletic JJ. Um, you know, he he is. You know, and what Ohio State. You know, their offensive bo- line. Me of a Bosa a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Um, he's physical like that. Yeah. He's yeah, I mean, he's, but he's I yoked, think he's, he's more. Uh, he just seems quicker, quick twitch. Yeah, a little bit. Um, you know, it, JJ's more of that. You know, three technique. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. this guy's a five six yeah. six two sixty five. Yeah, yeah. Fair yeah. enough. JJ is a little more stout. Yeah, for di- sure. Different positions, but he's got. A, I mean, he's, I, he's physical. I, he's got a good get off. He's. I think to your shoot. point, Jim. Though. Um, I, I mean, Deardorff, yeah, he's a Michigan man, yeah. but you know he's right. I mean, you you want Michigan and Ohio State uh, to be at the top of the Big Ten, and, and the rest of us trying to fight for that Big Ten championship. Um, you need a Michigan State, a Penn State, and Wisconsin to have magical years, you know, and beat an upset in Ohio State. Uh, that's all great for the Big Ten. Um, because that's what we've had. Yep. You know, we've we, we've had those types. I mean, we've been in Big Ten championships with Michigan State. Um, you know, and, and I think from an overall, just from a power conference standpoint, uh, it's great. And I think yeah. Wisconsin, unfortunately, needs to really, you know, after this bowl game, this offseason, uh, do a, a, a deep down evaluation. You know, and I'm not saying facelift, 
but there are some certain problem areas. We have to talk about that on the other side. If you missed any part of this show, make sure to listen back. Wisconsin on the man, anywhere you listen to podcasts. It's brought to you by Rutsker Steakhouse in Middleton, home of the famous Horseshoe Bar at Madison's Best Happy Hour. This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive, 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin on the man. Welcome back to Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive on a Monday, presented by Coors Light and Fireball. Metro Kia Madison is your home for the 1995 oil change and a 20-year, 200,000-mile warranty. Go get yourself a Telluride over there and uh, go see the difference that Madison's trusted Kia dealership can make. Again, this is Metro Kia's Monday Night Drive, live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. I'm Jim Rutledge alongside former Badgers Derek Engler, Tarek Sala. Working our way back to... Badger football. Again, if you missed any part of the show, you can listen back on demand, iTunes, Spotify, uh, wherever it is you like to listen to podcasts, including Wisconsin On Demand, you can listen. And it's brought to you by Ruth's Chris Steakhouse in Madison or in Middleton, Madison's best kept secret for a happy hour. Go check them out and uh, enjoy that horseshoe bar and tell Lee we say what's up. Guys, Badger football. Uh, some fans were really. I, I, you know, losing their mind and saying they got to fire that coach and start over. I don't think that's the case, but I did put out this, and I'm kind of paraphrasing a, a tweet I put out earlier because I was just thinking out loud. The Badgers aren't, they shouldn't fire Paul Chris. They're not going to fire Paul Chris. I don't think Paul Chris is necessarily going to willingly come in and say, You're right. I need an offensive coordinator. I need someone else to call players for me and, and kind of get this offense more modern and fine tuned. And we also, I think it's fair to expect 10 wins at Wisconsin. Uh, every year, I don't think that's out of line. They're not going to get there this year. So, 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 so. Okay, so I'm just thinking. I, I'll loud, jump in front of this. I mean, how do they? What do we do offensively? Well, uh, you know, we got a new AD, right? So the only way he keeps his job is if we win football games. So he has to take upon himself, Chris McIntosh does, and and sit down with Paul and address these concerns you're talking about. In my opinion, start with the recruiting department and what resources we can enhance there. Then you start with a quarterback's coach and an offensive coordinator. That's just too many hats for the head coach to. I mean, it, it was obvious. We, yeah. you know, we kind of all saw it on the field this year. And with that, and, and I don't know how you get more budget in the football uh, team or whatever. But we t- we read the article in the Athletic. I sent it to you guys about how Michigan State. You talk about turning around the program. They were just one example. Their recruiting department is basically twice, uh, if not three times, the size of Wisconsin's. Now, Wisconsin doesn't have to reach Michigan State levels, so they can't. Well, that's why do we that. lost our recruiting coordinator right. to Michigan State but because other, of that reason. The other part of it was in that article, there was small little things that, like Wisconsin killed their recruiting Twitter. Paul didn't want that, and so I think a bare minimum, add a few people, but also make the recruitment matching what other. There used to be like a Twitter account that could like, in theory, you can interact with some players through that, and there was some other things the Badgers were able to do, and other teams do social media wise with, with, with current players. 
Or how did that... Or? Like, with recruitments, the point of it being more of, they were within the rules of the NCAA, other teams do it. There's some fun social media things you can you are allowed to do and you're able to have fun with, and Paul and the, t- the staff kind of just killed it. And didn't, Why? didn't really pursue it. They didn't like it. They didn't understand. Like, this is according to the former coordinator, but it just was said, hey, we're just going to stop it. And they stopped doing it. And that's just one example of they're not even willing to be on the the cutting edge of how to reach these recruits. It's kind of, you know, DMing these guys, there is allowed, it's kind of the new way of sending the the old letters. Yeah, I mean, there are yeah. just, they're just not modern all you the time get with the recruitment. You got to get out in front. They got, they got to invest in recruiting. They have to get a quarterback coach. They have to get a, pro- and, probably an offense coordinator, but, you and know. And then the other thing with the coaches. You can't and, do all three. You can't but, be the head coach, coordinator, and quarterback. Coach. Oh, I agree. And then the other thing is, with the coaches and recruiting, you talked about players, and for the most part, players stay. 95% of the Badgers, 95% of college players are going to stay. But you're right, kids are different nowadays. You're probably going to have to figure out how to find some coaches who are willing to help do this. Look, every NFL team has a guy who's basically the hype man for all the new rookies. And they're the ones coming in there and telling the rookies about NFL life and making the rookies feel included and kind of just being that point person for those seven players. Not that the Badger staff can have that, but I think when you're looking to replace coaches or upgrade coaches, I think understanding how can they communicate well, to the young guys and make sure they feel, like you said, communication could be improved in the staff. I think that it goes beyond the, uh, the football program there. I think, it, it, again, that starts with, and they've already made some some moves there and created some some opportunity. David Gilreath being one, uh, I think it's, I don't know the exact title, but in player development, good, um, big you know, fan th- of David. Yeah, things. Those are those are the types of things you do as an athletic department internally in the football program. I agree with you, but you need the resources from the AD to enhance that, and you also got to want it, and yeah. you got to be open minded. To stay in front well, of it, like Tarek's yes. saying about you know technology and and how do how are we touching, how are we touching these kids? Yep. You know, I mean, and are we doing it in an effective manner? Hopefully, you're doing it in a way that is right at that right at that edge of what's allowed. I mean, be, don't go over it, but right. you should be doing everything possible because Wisconsin needs every edge. I mean, it's a great program, yeah. but they still need every edge. Yeah, I just that. Frustrates me about the NCAA. I know it's not a badger, but it's a collective problem in college football. You know, going back five years ago it was about how many meals they could have, and then they finally came to the point where, hey, okay, they could have as many meals as, they, as you can feed them because the kids need to eat. And then now all of a sudden we went from that to name and likeness. So now we're here on the name or name, image, and likeness. Yeah. And and the the kids they don't have any direction, and and we're sitting here like, so who on the staff? Can be a mentor, and you know, obviously they can't like tell the kids or broker deals, but just give give an ear, and that to your communication part, they've yep. got to figure. And I'm sure that's part of what what doing is is putting that support system in there with David Gilbert, right? Right. And so so many things, but you know, to, to David push, actually was push that to be envelope an agent for a while, so he probably you know, has good. The insight. Badgers don't want to push an envelope to cross the line, you know. But you, you know, it's such a competitive landscape in recruiting. Yep. Well, we, I mean, so, let me. I'll give you one name, and yeah. obviously we're biased because we're friends, and he's a former teammate. We get Soup back here, Soup Campbell. I mean, we won't, but so somebody likes you. Soup. Yep, that's, that's exactly what, what I was thinking do. about when I was talking about the. Play. Hey, unfortunately, I don't know how it works in the NFL. Nagy's probably out of a job, and I don't know what Soup right, right. will be. But so I, you never know in that in that in that career. 
Um, there's, you know, obviously a lot of mobility. And, and, he, and Soup also has some ba- agent background as well. Yeah. So, and, uh, and I'm yeah. a big fan of Soup. Uh, so, to your point, that but, is but true. Even, even in the recruiting department, he knows how to touch yeah. these kids, oh, yeah. right? Yep. So, you know, what is, what's the most significant, and you got to do your marketing research and so on and so forth, you know, do your past, um, you know, interviews with players that committed here. Why did you commit here, right? And then they use that to our advantage in their recruiting tools, whether it's via Twitter or yep. sending sending Memorial Union Terrace pi- picture, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. You know? Well, and, and Tark, you're right on the name and likeness stuff, but that didn't affect the current players on this roster as far as recruitment. They were here long no. before that. But to Tark, to Derek's point, though, I do want to point out that they need to find. So Soup talked about it, and you guys have your own stories. But Soup talked about that Barry was the only head coach that showed up in his neighborhood, in, in his kind of roughish neighborhood, and showed up at the door. That was the mo- that was the moment. They, the Badger coaching staff now has to find out their way of that click moment. There's something that reaches these kids that's, exactly. that makes UW stand out. Before it was how far these guys are willing to go and, and do for you and show you how much they care. That might not be it anymore. Kind of like you, you hear about like Billy Bean and Moneyball, and he found a new way to win in baseball. The Badgers might have to recruit the same type of player, but find out a new way to win with that player. Well, you're going to have to get a guy. I don't know if they have a recruiting coordinator. I, th- I think they do. But, I mean, like these other schools have like six guys. On yeah, the that, staff is huge. You know, where we could do it with three. Yeah. But we got to get – We I, I think we do have three, but they're like entry-level guys. We need a dude – probably need to almost make it a position coach who's a recruiting coordinator and really get after it. But we don't have all the optics on what's going on. But uh, you're definitely going to have to, to Derek's point, have to evaluate everything going into next season. And so Eric Johnson is the recruiting coordinator right now for okay. the for the Badgers. So, uh, and that like they have Taylor Melhoff around as analyst, and maybe you could change some of what these guys do. It's hard to figure out exactly what all these titles mean for everything. But um, is it Eric, if he if he has the support, you know. It, I don't know what the support system's like, especially compared to these other schools that we hear about. Yeah, so they're going. Oh, uh, real quick, though, some of the grad assistants, and we'll go to break here. Keller Christ, Manessa Gardner, remember him, former Badger? Yep. Played a pit as well. And uh, Bobby Dunn, Taylor Melhoff. Yep. The reason why I say those names, we recognize them, but that's because they are former players. And maybe, so but, but, Eric Johnson uh, is the executive director of football administration and Bobby Dunn, I mean, he's breaking down film. I mean, but you know, maybe they should be changing that up, some. right? I, that's yes. what that's the yeah. conversation yeah. we're having. Yes, I, I, yes. I, I well, you, you got to bring more people on. Let them continue to do their job. You got you got to have you got to have the analysts, and then you yeah. have the recruiting guys. What's also and you can c- combine a little bit, of a that little too. bit, a maybe, little bit. I agree, but you need more people. Maybe call John Budmeyer, see if he'll come back as the OC. This is Metro Kids Thursday enough. Drive enough. on a Monday, one hundred point five ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin on the Man. To Mr. Brews in Monona, they also got a location in the Madison area for the burger. Yeah, you had the bourbon burger. I had the the they had one with peanut butter on it, both homemade sauces, and we had the fries and the chips. They had a little homemade dip out there for the fries and chips as well, and they got a special steak burger going on. And if you buy twenty five dollars for the gift cards, you can get five dollars free all at Mr. Brews 
This is Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive on a Monday, presented by Coors Light and presented by Fireball. Jim Rutledge alongside former Badgers, Tark Solid, Derek Engler. The nice th- we're talking Badger football, and the nice thing is, guys, we're going to continue to talk about the offense because defensively, Jim Leonard and that recruiting staff defensively, they seem to have figured it out. So at the same time we talk about recruitment, it's really offensive player recruitment. Derek, before we get to back to the skill positions here, what's your thoughts on the old line and their overall talent and how they've been doing this year? I'm leaving it to you because for most of the, you know, after the first game or two, I thought they really were pretty dominant for most of the year. Yeah, I, I think um, I think it was interesting the the trial period of musical chairs. Um, you know, I'd never been a, a fan of that, having experienced it. Very difficult to get in any type of rhythm or routine, um, you know, understanding tendencies and, and, and such. But, you know, uh, that being said, I think there was some some progress. Um, you know, uh, you, you you saw Caden Lyles enter the transfer portal. I don't know if he's ended up anywhere. But I think our, uh, my biggest disappointment is probably the play of the tackles, um, you know, this season. I thought... You know, Jack Nelson, for being a young kid, I think he's got a bright future. I think he's got the right mindset and mentality to play offensive line because he's tough, tough as nails, and he goes to the echo of the whistle. I think there's there's some other really good talent in there as well. What about um, Tipman? Tipman, I was just going there. Okay. I was just going to Tipman. Um, so I really kind of liked uh, – and, and once they found a good blend, right, of the inside three um, – I thought there was some bad technique at times from tackles, uh, obviously in pass pro, um, ducking head stuff like that. And at times they were, you know, they were pretty good. Um, you know, for whatever reason, the 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 consistency of the run blocking game was. I mean, it's not what we're used to. You know, we're not used to going into Minnesota and and having two and a half yards per carry and seventy yards rushing. I mean, that's just and and they, and they had a good defense, but you know you're still going to put up a buck fifty. Yeah, good defense and the Badgers unfortunately were pretty one dimensional and pretty play calling matters some in that because now everyone knows what you're doing. I agree. And now you're, you're asking these guys to be. Extra. But I, I, what I like and I and I know this having um, conversations with Coach Rudolph is is he really likes the depth. Good. So you know that's. That's that's a obviously um, very encouraging going forward because that's 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 a unit you can never and we we saw a little bit of, well not maybe a little bit but quite a bit of drop off in a short amount of time with Gary Anderson you can't ever ever have uh, that unit uh, depleted um, you know we'll get the horses where we got to address is is the quarterback situation the passing well, game and and obviously recruiting dude, receivers right now I mean some of the young offensive linemen guy like Nolan Rucci. Um, and the the kid from Michigan who hasn't played yet, right? He's kind of like coming along. There's some there's some pretty good offensive line. There's a guy from the guy Malman, Riley Malman, is that his name? Uh, from Minnesota. There's yeah. there's a lot of young yeah, talent. There's, there's good depth and they're young. Okay, yeah. I just want to have an opportunity here. The Badgers passing game and running game. Now they have Braylon Allen, but they need you know a lot more bodies back there. And look, they could use a quarterback. So the skill positions offensively. Right now, today look like a mess going into the next year as far as graduations and lack of depth. I mean, is that grad transfer? Is, is that transfer portal? What is it? How do you say otherwise? I mean, you have a stud, but you have nothing behind you guys are not a fan of Ches Malusi. I didn't say I'm not a fan of Ches Malusi. I, I think he's that's a good compliment to, to Braylon Allen. 
You know, yeah, so I, I like the kid Davis or whatever his name is from. But he what, hasn't played. I don't even know no. why he didn't play last. I don't know he, why he, he got a couple stroke, games. That was a college he, game day. He, he showed a little bit of that. He has. He. he I'm not worried about the running back, whether it's recruitment yeah. or transfer portal. I'm worried about the receivers. That's fine. We can talk about that. There and, are we, and we're losing a hell of a tight end. Yes, that's right. I forgot about Ferguson. We'll talk more about it uh, next time. Lucky us. Yeah. This has been Metro Kia's Thursday Night Drive on a Monday, 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin on the man.